Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. It's our show. It's Newton's Nuggets with my mate, Jesse. Jesse, say hello. Hello. There you go. That's Jesse. That's what he does. He says hello. He looks pretty, and he does all the intelligent editing stuff. He's nice like that. Um, I do like your setup, mate. Those two screens that, that nobody who listens to the audio of this can see. I like yeah. the screens and the lights around the background as well. If you're on YouTube, just give me a thumbs up. There you go. Um, so, Jesse, how you been? Yeah, very good. Very good. Awesome. Are you as tired as normal? Uh, yes. Are you as tired as has become normal? Mate, I, I will be blatantly honest with you. I woke up two minutes before I was meant to meet you for the record. <laughs> <laughs> um so yes yes i am Jess, and i obviously woke up in that highly sensible place known as the floor of course you were yeah is uh-huh. that as far as you made it was it i i was in my living room i laid down on the floor i put a little cushion under my head i thought i'll just watch this thing that i'm interested in for 15 minutes have a bit of me time a bit of time out got woken up 40 minutes later uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I would like to point out at this stage that Paulie does, in fact, have multiple chairs in his living room. Yeah. And they are all ex- more chairs. They are all extremely comfortable. They are really comfy. <laughs> and they are all extremely comfortable to fall asleep in. I know this because I've been asleep in most of them, if not all of them. <laughs> I think you still need to just do the right hand side of the main sofa and then you've done all of them. <laughs> oh, well, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to split the sofa into portions. No, I did, because you've done the middle, you've done the left. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's true, I, even the rocking chair that we've got, which, which by the way, is my nanny's rocking chair. Um, oh, is it? Yeah, it's so comfy, mate. It's so comfy. We might, yeah. we might renew the cushions on it soon. Um, but what a random thing to talk about. Welcome to the business podcast. <laughs> the sensible business podcast, yeah? Sensible business podcast with your two business coaches, Paul and Jesse. <laughs> business coaches, us. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Hey, don't let it. We'd be stood there going, don't do it. You're going to fail, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Motivational speakers, yeah. <laughs> one day, one day we, we'll get invited. Anyway... Um, <laughs> So, should we talk about the last three shows that we've had? Yeah, we should. Something actually, you know, constructive. People who know what they're talking about and who do great things. Let's talk about them. That's a really good idea. Right. The people we interview know what they're talking about. The two idiots that do the show, not a clue. We keep fluking it. Okay. So, I'm going to go three weeks ago. So, I'm going to go to Susan Hayward. And this was... This chat took a lot of turns I didn't expect it to. Yeah. Okay, I, I I thought we were going to talk about mental health and mental resilience and things like that, but we ended up talking about the grayscales of different types of people and personalities, and and oh, how do I put this, Jesse? Neurodivergence. Yes, there was a lot of that. Yeah, did I say that right? Yes, you did. Yeah, well done. Thank you. Paulie is learning. There we go. We can stop the show now. <laughs> Paulie Paul learned a thing, ladies and Paulie gentlemen. Learned a thing. Um, actually, it was a great chat because I do think the more that we understand people and their brains and their behaviours and different types of people that are out there, it's got to be better for us, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's it's an interesting one because we always think about, and this is something that I've been thinking about a lot recently, we always think about neurodivergent people in the workforce yeah yeah 
And because we're becoming more and more aware, we are becoming more and more aware of how common neurodivergence is to the point that it isn't really that unusual <laughs> or divergent. It's no. relatively common. And certainly... Which, which makes me happy. Yeah. Because something that we did point out on the show is that I honestly believe if we can be... If we can care less about differences, then I think that that gives us an, an awesome... Um, mixture of types and ways of looking at things that can only help us move forward. Yeah, I know what you're trying to say. I don't know if care less is the the right thing that no. I, I know what you're saying. But in in that respect, see, we we always think about it as staff because for people mm -hmm. who are running businesses that are not themselves neurodivergent, or even if they are. We have so ingrained to us how working should work. Yeah. <laughs> that we um having to change and be more flexible around the ideas of neurodivergence in the workplace. So we all think always that's the thing we go to because it's you know it's the nuisance it's the annoyance or whatever it's where we're going to have to make changes and all the rest of it but if you yeah. think about it if it really is that common the other people that you need to be aware of is it's all your customers and all of your suppliers yeah and in reality it's the people around us all the time and as as you and i both know and very aware neurodivergent people attract other neurodivergent people <laughs> Yeah. So, um, um, don't we just? <laughs> and and, and so, um, the ADHD reality is in is the studio anywhere. Sorry, any ADHD in the studio? Possibly. Ooh, squirrel. Oh, look at that. That's pretty. <laughs> so, um, right. And on this, I'm going to say there's there's an organisation called Minstead Trust. Yeah. That I did a show for and with at the end of last year. Um, and Jesse, you know the show I'm on about because you and Amy thankfully crewed it with me and made it all helped it all happen. Um, I'm doing another show with them, Star June. Oh, great! We're going to be doing it at Balmalorn. Um, so it's going to be a dinner and show. So two really nice courses of food, um, and some idiot of a magician doing things in between courses. Ah, cool. Yeah, so so looking forward to that one, and especially with it being at the Bamalorn, I know loads of the people there, I know loads of the staff there. I think it's going to be a right laugh. Um, ticket numbers are very limited because it takes up a lot of space to set up a dinner. Um, I'm a little bit worried that there's not going to be a stage area, and I'm just going to be like stood on a table or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Minstead Trust get a lot of backing from me because I love the work they're doing. And then if you ever get the chance to go to the Minstead Lodge in the New Forest, just go there and have a cream tea. Make sure you only order one scone, okay? Just trust me on this. You only need one of their scones because they're effing huge. <laughs> Is that what it says on the menu? Effing huge scone. I think I should put it in the testimony and get them to put it in the menu. <laughs> <laughs> Paulie Newton said, these are effing huge. Only have one. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so yeah, we'll get some more stuff done with them. Um, 
Susan, thank you very much for the way you look at the world, mate. I, I really liked it. And hearing about your travels all over the place and the things you've accomplished and just kind of took it all in your stride. It was awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Right. <clears throat> We're now going to go to a young lady who, um, I'll be honest, Jesse, I still haven't watched that whole video. Obviously. I know you have. <laughs> <laughs> for those for those of you who are wondering, he doesn't mean the video of the recording. No, no, I don't mean the video of the show. No, no, no. Oh. No, I never watch them. Um <laughs> Jess Roper sent us a video of her her bout, her fight. Yeah. Where she won a championship and oh my word. I don't like it. I I, I, I don't even like that it. bad. Mate, certainly not the bit that you watched. No, I, I stopped at the start when they were apparently still being quite easy on each other. Yeah. Someone punched someone on the call a mate. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, but she punched them back. Yeah, she did quite a few times. Yeah, and kicked them. <laughs> um, Jess's story, I mean, she's amazing, isn't she? Yeah, I mean, I said this last time, but I the really the thing I really love is that the trouble with especially in British culture, I think this is very much true of us generally, is all of that, all of the hype that comes with people who are motivational and, you know, big and loud and proud and all the rest of it is you go, great, that was entertaining. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't really feel like it, like it actually is me or anything that I could do with it. You know, I'm never going to be that person, so it doesn't really apply to me. And that could be a subconscious thought. Yeah, and on that, I've got to say, right, if you ever meet Jesse in person, please ask him to do his impressions of motivational speakers. Because <laughs> some of the moves he pulls are amazing. Okay? <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> next I'll business never... conference we're at, I'm going to get you a little bit tiddly and get you to do some of them as you walk on stage. <laughs> Yeah, I I won't be there as a motivational speaker, but to be <laughs> pretend to be some motivational speakers. Oh, right. I know various people listen to this show, and uh, we did get asked to do a talk a little while ago um, for In the Future. And we were asked if me and Jesse would go up on stage as the motivational speakers, to which once I stopped laughing, <laughs> I said, no, I said, no, that's no. And I said, do you know how hard it is to get Jesse in front of a camera once a week to do nuggets? Getting him to stand in front of a live audience would be an absolute nightmare. And then secondly, if he did start talking, you'd then be going, let's get them off yeah. quickly. Because <laughs> no, 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 no. Right. Back to um, Jess. But yeah, so the thing with Jess is that I really love is that she is the shy, retiring, quiet, no self-confidence person. And she's been through the journey that many of us want to go on of growth and becoming more confident. And yeah, I I don't think, and, and I like it because although she comes from that very specific sports background, I don't think that that's, you know, she's not telling everybody to go and become a championship kickboxer. No, she's no. But she's explaining how you can change that mindset in a way that actually works for people who aren't naturally, you know, when none of us are as loud and proud as a Brad Burton at the end of the day. So no, 
No, I'll, I'll be honest, mate. I don't think we need any more Brad Burton. <laughs> What's and I actually we love, we love Brad. Carefully. But... I love Brad to bits. Yeah, right? I, if I see Brad anywhere, I'm going to run up to him and give him a massive cuddle because I love Brad to bits and he's a mate as well. But I think Brad would say we don't need two Brad Burton. No. Um, Pippa would definitely say don't need another. Brad. <laughs> no. It's just like I said, we don't need two Paul Newton. So. Well, I'm working on this cloning material that we could have. <laughs> Imagine it. No. One of them would be moaning they've got the wrong hat. <laughs> um, and we, right, with Jess, something I really liked is with her fam, I'm going to be really careful on this, with her family issues in the past, there's a lot of people who would have just lent on that and just talked about that and said, woe is me, this wasn't fair, blah, 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 and and turned that into a story. She didn't. No. She just went, no, no, I, I was brought up with love. Yeah. And, and she said, that's not the point. She goes, this is what I want to point out and told her story. And that that hit me even more, I think, because she said that, you know, even from that age, she decided that it's up to her what she does yeah not not the situation around her her um my god can you imagine if more people took their own accountability into their own hands that could be massive yeah um i'm seeing far too much these days woe is me because everything's against me come on pick yourself up and and see if we can help you a bit don't, I've got no problem helping anyone, to be honest with you, Jesse. And as you know, that probably takes up too much of my time. But let's be honest, if we can help somebody and just give them a little kick up the backside, not as much as me and you kick each other, maybe, but why not? Just be accountable. Realise where you are and work from there. Um, I've been watching Jesse's social media since we did the interview. And some of the places she's doing talks at, She's helping a lot of kids, teenagers, school kids. I think she's going to have a massive ripple effect that's going to take over the next couple of decades. Um, good luck to you, mate. Yeah, good luck and great show. I really love that episode. So, yeah, I'm still not watching the rest of the fight, but great. <laughs> um, and then last week we had the lovely and amazing Danny Evergreen. Now, I listened back to the show a couple of days ago, Jesse, while I was doing some traveling. Um, and it felt like we were we were having a go about business coaches. Which, to be honest with you, we can't anymore. Because we now keep inviting good ones onto the show. Yeah, I I know. I was thinking about it after we recorded it. It probably sounded like we were having a go at business coaches. I don't I don't think it was that. I think I think it was more I think the point we we're trying to make is it's actually very hard for a business coach to stand out. Yeah. And actually, especially on the marketing stuff that you talked about, it was really good points you brought up. Yeah. And, and also, and I think because it very much is different people, different personalities. Yeah. Um, and you, with, you, with it's, Danny, you've got to be on, open to have, to try different people. Yeah, you know the the idea of business coaching in itself. You know, at the end of the day, you and I both have had business coaches. I I currently have one. Yeah. Um. And so the reality is, it's not a an anti business coaching. It's just a case of being 
open to find the right people that is going to give you the right direction, I think. And that's a good point on that. We've both had business coaches. You currently do. I currently do. Um, some of those coaches talk about things that we're working on together. But I kind of like that we each have our own individual coach in our corner. Because mine will look at things from my point of view. Yours will look at things from your point of view. We both need to get what we want out of a situation to keep enjoying doing it. And and, and we've both got very different personalities. So Have we? <laughs> no, it is true. And... Danny, do you know what? It was when she said um, the bit that you used as the title of the show, get more of what you want and less of what you don't want. Such a simple sentence. But so many business owners don't think about it. They don't. They seem to not care about it. They seem to think, I've got to do everything because I'm a sole trader, or I've got to do everything because I've only got five employees. Well, hold on. How about you stop doing the stuff you don't like doing, find somebody else that does love doing it, and earn more money doing the thing you really love doing that you're really good at doing. It's that simple, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And and I think, I mean, we've had quite a lot of different um, business coaches of different types on. Yeah. And the ones that I've always personally connected with are those that keep things really simple. And I always employ, yeah. I always try and you know, in my proper job, yeah, where it's a big business and we have a management team and comp, we have a, actually a very complex business model. Um, and trying to work out the ways of solving issues and making things better. Yeah, I always try it personally. I always try and simplify everything, and sometimes it's oversimplistic, but it gets us thinking in the right direction. So personally, yeah. I love. You know, I love the way that Danny was looking at it, and that's why that sentence stuck with me as the title because it's as simple as that. It's like, what do you really want, and what what do you want less of, mate? And it is. <clears throat> and if you meet Danny anywhere, she's not loud, she's not brash, she's there. You can tell she's thinking at a hundred miles an hour, but she's really honestly listening to you to figure out the right route for you. If you know what I mean, um. Yeah, brilliant show, brilliant show. I really enjoyed that one. Thank you very much, Danny. It was awesome. Um, bits we need to cover, Jesse, because we don't want to take too long. This is just a Paul and Jesse show. So I'll ask you first, what bits you have, you've been up to for the last month? Um, All sorts, really. Uh, I've been very much working on weddings and wedding fairs. No, nice. uh, it's the time of year where I'm doing organizing. I'm going, I'm getting in the engagement shoots for later on in the year, um, and or pre wedding shoots, um, and yeah, and also, and then you know, weddings are starting to happen now as well. So, getting myself making sure everything's all my kits tickety boo and double checking everything. And tickety boo, are you 80? <laughs> you know that I am. A grumpy are. old 80 year old man <laughs> grumpy old 80 year old man happily playing with his lenses um but it, yeah you've been back out of the wedding fairs and the engagement shoots which is awesome isn't it um yeah i love it love being so i've done some wedding fairs as well at some of my favorite venues balmalore and i love that place and i did rhinefield house as well um took a little trip over to stockholm that was interesting just, just, a, just a little throw that in there just 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 
international jet setting mental theft. You know. um, mate, that was awesome. That was awesome. The team over there are lovely, and they they have such an attitude of make sure everyone is happy that it just rings through the whole event. Um, and the guys that looked after me on the day as well, you are brilliant. And to the people that I scared, I'm sorry. There You're not you really, though, are you? No, not really. But at least it makes me sound like I, I care when I, when I say I'm sorry. Um, Keith Blakemore Noble did his book launch in the last month. Well done, Keith. Went really oh, well. Is that only in this last month, <laughs> mate? Don't, don't this 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 last month hurts my head. And I looked at my diary for the next two weeks as well, Jesse. It's not getting easier. Um. But one of my nieces had a birthday. Happy birthday, Ash. Um, we went and picked up our old dog's ashes, which was very emotional. Yeah, I um, bet. May it's so it's you know how we've moved. So Eric was buried in the garden because we thought we were going to stay there forever. When we decided to move, one of the things that really wrenched us was we wanted to take him with us. Found this amazing company called Dignity. Um, they're in Hampshire. The owner of the company came to our house, dug him up, loads of respect paid to him, was really gentle about everything. Me and Kat apologised and said, look, we are both horses and we cannot help you. And he said, that's all right. I don't expect you to. This is my job. I'm going to do this and I'm going to look after him for you. And it was just it ripped me to pieces, mate. But the the owner and all the staff at Dignity were amazing. So we went to pick him up. Uh, last week and we get there I got there an hour early and it was the day that all the snow had hit and it wasn't too bad down here was it but you drive up to Elton and there was snow oh yeah well I mean <clears throat> so, um, Salisbury had it like quite a few inches of snow laying yeah so, so, but so we, we didn't, you didn't have to go that far north did you to suddenly no. go uh oh and then when we when we pulled up there we were, we got there like an hour early and the snow started coming down a lot again and I'm thinking I want to get back down south before this stops us travelling. Um, but yeah, got there early, knocked on the door, and and my daughter was going, what are we going to do? We're too early. They're going to just tell us to wait or something. So I, I was normal me, knocked on the door. Lady answered it, and I went, we're ridiculously early. I'm sorry. And she went, that's absolutely fine. We have nice rooms. <laughs> showed us to a room, you know, checked our names, checked our ID to make sure we didn't take the wrong animal, I suppose. And yeah, dogs come out, and he's it's a lovely little box with his name on the top, and he's now sat in the living room of New House. Um, but I did want to say, dignity are brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much for looking after me, my family, and they even sent, they gave me and Cat like a card saying sorry about Eric, hmm. and they did one to my daughter individually as well. Oh, bless them! Yeah, just just silly things like that make you go, oh. Hmm. Thanks. Um, I was, I was, I was giggling uh, a little bit there, just that when you were like, you said, uh, "Worry, you want to get back down south before the snow stops you going." And I was thinking, "Huh?" Was, you had your family with you. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me, okay, I'm good. Then I was like, yeah. "Snow, woohoo! Let's go yeah. driving." Yeah, <laughs> we spin the car this. Although, no, I don't not in that. my car because my my car's only about an inch tall anyway. So, yeah, mate, if it snows, you're, we're going to lose your car. Because not only is it tiny, it's white. It's fine. You'll just have to do it by sound if you're looking for it. You just hear me going, meet, 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 meet. <laughs> and I'll go, if I drive this way, I'll just push him in a sec. 
There yeah. he is. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> um, what else did I do? I did a poker night with the boys. Oh, yeah, you did. And I won. That hasn't happened yeah. for quite a while again. I'm surprised you were still alive after that. Sure. You're surprised I walked away. That's because you know the size of half of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're, even they're... even the little ones are massive. <laughs> even even the one who is a lot shorter than me, I wouldn't want to try it. No, no. Um, and then there was a business expo in Portsmouth that I went to that oh, was yeah. really good. The Village Hotel. I mean, it was packed, mate. It was ridiculously packed, but it was so busy and the vibe was great and people wanted to work with each other and people just want. It was awesome. It was awesome. Um. Other than that, things that are coming up I need to talk about is Abby's Heroes this Saturday. I'm doing a thing for them. I'm being their compare this Saturday evening. I would say which venue, but I've forgotten because I had a nap a minute ago. <laughs> well done, Paul. <laughs> Thanks. I'm pretty sure all tickets are sold out, so I can't sell yeah. anymore. Um, and then the Minster Trust thing on June the 1st. Now, that leaves us one thing that's been going on, Jesse. One, one, one quite big thing that's kept us quite busy. <laughs> One quite big thing that seemed to have taken over my life at the moment. How about you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I bet sometimes you're glad you've got that job thing just so you can get away from me for a bit. Um, yeah, that's what I like is having another eight or another nine thing hours you of have to work hard on. Every yeah. Day. yeah. So April the 19th, we've got Mental Theft Day. It's going to be an online extravaganza and we're going to have a festival and there's going to be different experts. And I mean, a shed load of different experts. They're going to be explaining security around personal stuff, medium sized business stuff, massive corporate stuff. And they were putting it all on free of charge. Now, I think, Jesse, I'm pretty sure this is going to bankrupt me. OK, um, it's, but it's going possible. to be worth it. Yeah, I mean, worth it, right? Sure. Sure. Awesome. I mean, it's, it's worth it for what we're doing. Mate, do you know what? I'm actually really proud of it because I don't think I've seen anything else like this. No. Um, and I've done a lot of speaking at a lot of security <coughs> events, but none of them are really trying to cover everything that we're trying to cover. No. So it's very, there's, it's very broad brush on security. Yeah. From personal security to... Um, catfishing and romance fraud and things like that to, to insurance ideas and yeah. understanding what to get and what not to touch corporate it or cyber insurance all of these sorts of things but the number one well there's a there was there was three things in my head that have been important all the way through one the speakers have to be good and uh, at what they do they should they need to know what they're talking about yeah number two they they need to be interesting when they speak. You know, we've got yeah. people like Keith Blakemore Noble on there. Um, we've got Tony Edwards. We've got people who you know they basically they have podcasts. Yeah, uh, of some of these people. Um, I know Stuart Hours. He's fantastic at speaking. He's lovely, isn't he? Even so, Tony Knight, the insurance guy. He's. Do you know what he's known in my circles for doing the worst dad jokes ever? <laughs> because he, he knows insurance is a dry subject and he's yeah. got to do something interesting. Um, but yeah, if you're if you're worried about security at all, if do you know what, even if you're a security supplier, get in touch because we are starting to sell the exhibition stand sections yeah. now as well. So we're trying to basically build up a, an exhibition area full of people with tech solutions or different, even if it's hardware solutions, really. Yeah. Um, but or services, anything like that. We're going to have an exhibition area um, to do with the event, which is all available on mentaltheftday.com. 
We've also um, we still have sponsorship spot slots available. I know we've been talking to a number of people, but there is availability for some sponsorship in there as well. Yeah. Um, we are signing up people fast at the minute. You know, it's quite exciting seeing the numbers going up of people being signed up to the event. So that's really cool. Is, don't, don't you also find that weird? Almost every time we get a ping, you somebody signed up, ping, someone signed up. I'm like, people believe in what we're trying to do here. Yeah, I mean, well, it's not even... At the end of the day, I'm not speaking. It's it's got pe- you've got people in there who really know what they're doing. That you know, there's George from Sterling and Law Group um, talking yeah. about avoiding scams and fraudulent operations. Well, um, um, ben got... Drury was on our show ages ago talking about culture and how the right culture can make it yes. less likely for your own staff to scam you. Yes, and he's not even on the website yet, but he might be by the time this episode goes out. Damn it! Did I just let one go? <laughs> no i saw him come in so he, he'll he be on the website soon but yeah i was really pleased when you had that i really liked as well that you've got some interesting very different people there yeah. which very much um so if you've read the mental theft book you'll yeah. know that we talked a lot in there about the the fear and the shame of having been scams yeah. And being having the confidence to hold your hand up and go, no, it's okay. I have been scammed. I need to do something about this. And also, people need to be aware. So we've got um, Paul Hill, who was um, who had an episode on Newton's Nuggets where you interviewed him. Yeah. Really, really nice bloke. Um, and yeah, so he'll be talking about how to deal with that fear and the shame and getting over that. Um. One of our, I was just literally, if you give me two seconds, I was just going to go and double check my figures. Yeah. Uh, but I think, yeah, so still in the top five all-time most downloaded Newton's Nuggets episode, which is episode 46, Yeah, was um, private investigator Charlotte, now Charlotte yes. Notley of Taylor Investigations, funnily enough, used to be Charlotte Taylor, um and charlotte is really really interesting um charlotte's business basically is just really interesting so if you if you go if you want to find out about that go and listen to episode 46 you'll find out all about her and her background but then she what she's actually talking about is um small changes to actually help prevent the fraud and the scam so that's going to be a really interesting session Mate, do you know what? I'm so looking forward to this. I, I, uh, and and also, sponsors don't turn up. I don't care. We, I, I can cover this because I think it's worth it. Yeah. Um, it scares we are, me, but this is worth it. We're looking for as many people to sign up as possible because we want to make this a success. So tell everybody. Literally, go and tell them to go to mentaltheftday.com and sign up for free. We want to make this a success because we want to make it bigger and bigger every time so that we can help as many people as possible. It's free advice at the end Hold of the on. day. Hold on, what you you plan on doing this again? Yeah. And a big thank you to Matt, who's been doing a lot of the technical stuff in the background. <laughs> Do you know what? Matthew Ruddle, maybe he deserves to be an extra special nugget of ours. Yes. Yes, he does. He does. He's he's done loads in the background and he's put up with me trying to talk to people at two in the morning, which is normal for me and Jesse, but not normal for everyone else. Sorry, Matt. Yeah. Oh, mate. I, are we there? Are we done? I think so. 
I think we've done everything. As long as everybody's off now, going to mentaltheftday.com. And signing up. And signing up. Because if they don't, I'm allowed to nick the money out of their bank accounts, right? <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. That's how it um, works. If you don't sign other, up, I'm coming to get you. The other thing as well is, um, obviously, if you've got a business that might even be slightly related that you want to get in front of people, we are... I know if you contact Paulie, he will probably do you a very good deal if you're a fan of the show for being Mate, an exhibitor. I, Jesse, I found out on the website, you know, you know, I've been given access to the back office thing. Yeah. I've found a way that I can take money off of prices of stuff. Wow. What? You mean the thing that I set up for you? Yeah, I can just go in there and and tweak it and No. Don't, I'm not allowed to press the buttons, right? Oh my god. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I will now be explaining to Paulie how a web shop works. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Ladies and gents, I'm about to lose all access to my own websites. <laughs> <laughs> in the in the name of his own safety and security. Yep. 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 <laughs> Paulie, what's your password? I don't know, I'm not allowed it. <laughs> <laughs> Right, ladies and gents, thank you so much for being here. As always, you lot mean the absolute world to me and to him. Um, we love doing this show, and as long as there's people out there that want to listen and want to have a laugh with us, I'm happy to do so. Jesse, however, has to do all the editing as well, so I don't know how long he's going to last. Are you all right, mate? Yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I flip and love it. You know I do. Mate, it's, it's fun, isn't it? It's just funny. And honestly, if you ever see Jesse in the flesh, just walk up to him. Act like you've known him for years. It freaks him the hell out. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> maybe say, like, are you that bloke from Newton's Nuggets? And then at least I know that that's from. Yeah, give him a warning of some sort. Actually, no, don't give him a warning. It's just funny for me when he doesn't know who the person is that's talking <laughs> to him. Um, ladies and gents, we will see you next week. We've got, oh, I've just remembered the interview for next week. Yes. Oh, now this was a subject that I wasn't sure about putting on the show. Yeah, me too. When I saw what it was, it yeah. done. And then, and then, and then I said to you, "We're doing this, right?" Because, and you went, "Yeah, okay, <laughs> right." Bear with us, ladies and gentlemen. But next week, we have an expert in trading in cryptocurrencies. Which now, bear in mind, we say to people, "Don't do it." Just, just, just... Where, where we've just been bleating on for the last. 15 minutes about cybersecurity and, and scams and scams and watch your money and... and and how I am definitely not a motivational speaker because I'm sat here going don't do it it's all rubbish <laughs> we've yep. actually got Peter Bryant in next week talking about cryptocurrency and it's really interesting and I actually felt like at, at the back end of that if I had a bit of money that I wanted to invest, I actually would feel comfortable with yeah. doing it now. Whereas before I, before you did the interview, I was like, this just all sounds like a load of nonsense. I'm going to lose everything. This is it. And I've said to you before, I did put money into crypto. And when I needed the money out, I took it out. Yeah. I was up quite a bit. So, so obviously, you know, People who know that I did it, they think they, they kind of go, "Oh, can you give me advice?" No, no, I fluked <laughs> but, it. But Peter can. But Peter can, and we like Peter, and we like how blatant he is with stuff. Yeah. 
And I always, I no, no, stop talking about the. We're not, not talking, talking about, about it. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah, ladies and gents, thank you so much for being here. We will see you next week on Newton's Nuggets. Bye bye. Nothing.